Players, welcome. Welcome to the Sports Plus Live podcast. This is episode number 40. The Sports Plus Live podcast, episode number 40. The Dirk Nowitzki and the Sean Kemp episode of the Sports Plus Live podcast. The Dirk, the GOAT, one of the GOATs, man. One of the best ever to ever do it. Sean Kemp, big uh, big dunker back in the day. Seattle Sonics, Gary Payton. Detle- I think Detlef, no. Detlef Shrimp play for them? I can't remember. Detlef Shrimp. Play for the Pacers, I believe. Yeah. Damn it, I messed up. Well, maybe. Hold on. Everyone chill out. Now we got to look this up before we get rolling here because there it is right there. De- oh, shit. Okay, that's how we're starting. All right, everyone look. Dead left shrimp. Dead left shrimp. Shrimp. Dead left shrimp. Uh, Mavericks. This one says, is Detlef Shrimp Shrimp real? Yeah, he's real. He did play for the Sonics. I do remember that. Razor sharp like an elephant. Don't forget anything except for some things. Um, welcome, guys, though. Welcome. I uh, hope you guys had a good weekend. Hope you guys are enjoying um, your time at home. Some of you. I was um, I was reinstating a bunch of different... Uh, a bunch of different social medias that I haven't used in a while. And um, some of you guys are not social distancing. I saw some thoughts out there. Have some, you know, have some little these little baby parties. Brought some homies over. Quit thoughting. Just put your thoughting on pause for a little bit. People still say thought. Quit creeping. This is in TLC Red Light District. All right. Because you're gonna have to be in the Red Light District with what you catch for not social distancing. Let's get it together, all right? Let's get it. social distance. People don't care, man. I swear to God, people don't care, but we're going to find out who cares here pretty soon, all right? Um, good news, everybody. My burrito place opened back up. If you guys remember, I think Sports Plus Life episode number 36. I was a little sad because they had to close down for a little bit, but they're back. Up and running today, Miga Ojito. Um, I'm, uh, I'm excited. I can't. Even though like there's like, way across town, so I can't go. But I can't wait to go on Saturday. That's what I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on Saturday. Go get me some. Go get me some Miga Ojito, and that's uh, it's gonna be about it, player. Um, good weekend. Very positive weekend. I played uh, pretty much what I did. I woke up, played Call of Duty. Um, I had a three day weekend because initially la- on Friday, because um, I'm still working from home. On Friday, I was supposed to be at opening day here in Colorado Rockies opening day. And, um, I, uh, yeah, it didn't happen. It didn't happen for, uh, for obvious reasons. Um, but we are, uh, we were in good spirits though. It was good to have those three days off. It's been crazy at work. Um, but I played Call of Duty all weekend, played a little with FIFA and, um, that's pretty much what I did during the day, Friday all day. And that's about it, really. Kind of did a couple things around the house, but that's it. Other than that, though, it was WrestleMania weekend. And usually it's WrestleMania week. Usually WrestleMania weekend consists of, you know, Saturday um, NXT TakeOver and then Sunday WrestleMania, which would have been held in Tampa Bay. But obviously we're not doing that. So what they did, they split it up into two different nights. Um, and 
it was um I thought it was really good. I was glad it happened. Like I said, it was I was glad for the break in the craziness. Um something different than what's been going on the last couple of weeks. Um even though they've still been on there, they've still have been um um wrestling. I don't know how they're going to go moving forward cuz I think they closed the performance center down. I don't know what they're going to do. Um but that's besides the point. We're going to worry about that later. But we're definitely going to talk about WrestleMania. But first, just announced not that long ago before recording this. It's 3.40 p.m. right now on the Monday, uh, Monday, April 6th. Um, they, Dana White announced that UFC 249 will be going on as scheduled. Um, no fans. Don't know where yet. He said somewhere on this planet, which leads me to believe nothing's locked. Even though he said a few weeks ago that it was 99% done. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they have something. Um, I initially thought Russia probably would have been it, but they closed their borders. I think I would all be still on the card. Um, Russia's not entirely off because, um, they do allow, I don't know if that was true or not, but they were allowed private planes in and out. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, I heard somewhere I was on the West coast as well. So, um, I don't know what's going to happen. The main event now will be Justin Gaethje against Justin Gaethje against, uh, Tony Ferguson for the interim lightweight championship. Um, if Tony Ferguson were to win, I believe this would be a second lightweight championship, light interim championship, probably be the first one ever to help multiple interim championships. Um, that's pretty crazy to think that people have run in the, um, into this, uh, now we've, this is the fifth time we've tried making the, the, this fight is supposed to be, should have been happening. Um, but obviously for, you know, for obvious reasons, again, it's not happening. And, um, you know, fortunate part is I don't, like I said, I've said this before. I don't know if it will, especially after this fight. Because what happens? What's going to happen if Justin Gaethje goes out there and beats Tony Ferguson? I'm probably very, I'm, I, by the way, I'm very excited for this fight. And uh, props to Dana White, props to Justin Gaethje, mad props to Tony Ferguson, because not a lot of people will take this fight. Not a lot of people would be like, no, nah, I'm going to wait for him. A lot of people would have been like, I'm waiting for Habib. I want that championship. I want the real belt. Props to Tony Ferguson. Hopefully they're backing up the, um, the Brinks truck for him. Hopefully they're getting him paid a little bit more um, because they're risking a lot to do this fight. They're risking, you got to travel. You also have your have to have your team travel. And then you're also risking their health and that and this and that, this contamination. So um, there's a lot at stake. Um, and I don't, I don't know if it's a competitiveness of Dana White or anyone in general. I don't know if it's coming all the way from the top down from the owners. IMG, I think is who owns it. I can't remember if I think it's IMG. Um, I don't know where this pressure is coming in from having to make this fight. Although I'm very grateful. Of course I am. I need these kind of, I need sports in my life. Um, but it's kind of weird that this, um, you know, this is where we're at right now. I, why was why the can the uh was look for not consistency the um 
God, I can't. I don't know what time. Just the relentless, relentless. Less this, this is. You know what I'm saying? To um, keep this fight card going. I mean, they get the fight in general, but after Khabib pulled out, I'm like, well, they've stopped fights for less. Um, the whole John Jones. I think it was John Jones. Oh, it was. I don't know if it was John. It was John Jones versus Chael Sonnen? Was it? If I'm not mistaken, um, that fight was 135. Hold on. No, I'm glad this is going to bother me. I don't know too many. Uh, take a look here. UC 151, and that was Jones versus Henderson. There we go. So I knew it was John Jones. Um... And Dan Henderson, that's that popped in my mind. I don't know why Dan Henderson popped. That was really weird. But yeah, that way that fight never happened. I don't think that fight ever happened in general. They're like, we're just done. Um, looks like it was. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. So what happened was, I mean, this is kind of different circumstances. But Dan Henderson had pulled out of the fight for whatever reason, and John Jones was like, I don't want to take another fight, and then they just canceled it. So they've done it before. Granted, this was eight years ago. So just over, just under eight years ago. Um, obviously, different times, but what are you gonna do? But yeah, they've they've canceled it before, so it's not nothing new to not cancel a card. Um, I just don't. Yeah, just um, we'll see how this turns out. The the whole fight card hasn't been announced as. Um, just the main event was announced, so I don't know how many fights there are going to be. I don't know who's actually fighting. Um, we'll probably find out more in the days to come because we're seriously under two weeks from the fight happening. We're literally 10 days, 12, 11 days. I can't do the math right now. 12 days? 12, 12 days um, from the fight going on. Um, so it, I don't think it's going to be outside of the United States. I think it's somewhere going to be in the United States. Um, we're pretty tight. If it's all going to be all, uh, like Lionheart, like they have to like hide this. They have to, you know, put car lights in for the lights. You know, there's going to be one rat. Like, it's, I don't know what's going to happen. This is just sound, just all just, just weird is all going to be, um, I don't know gonna be different different vibe but i'm glad it's happening mad props to all three you know all three of course dana white already got a life for award justin gaethje is gonna get one and so is tony ferguson not a lot of people would take this fight as i was saying earlier um people would have been like there's a bunch of different champions out there that say they're champions but wouldn't take this fight and I, I mean i'm not gonna name any i'd want smoke but we we, we, we kind of know who wouldn't we kind of have the idea i know mcgregor probably would have done it Two weeks notice, that's all he needs. He would have done the fight. I know Nate Diaz probably would have done it. Obviously, he would have asked for a lot of money, but he would have done it. Um, there's a lot of people who would not have done it, but here we are. This fight's going to happen. Undercard, don't know what's going to happen. We're going to find out in the next coming days. So, um, Hey, it gives me something to talk about other than, um, um, I don't know, Tiger King. Or fucking Netflix, um, whatever you know, it's, it's it. I'm excited, um, but with, like I said, with, 
that's what's going on in the MMA world, UFC world. Um, but we're not here to talk about that anymore because we're here to talk about WrestleMania weekend, one of the best times in the you know of the year. Um, the unfortunate part, same thing with the UFC. They wanted to keep going. They wanted to figure, you know, get something on the cards. They wanted to get something going for the people or and for their banks as well, for their pockets. And they got it done. And um, they split it up to two different nights. And um, I was very impressed. I was very impressed with how everything went. Um, I was very impressed. So night one, uh, the, the first night, part one, is what they called it. Um. Well, Saturday night on the 4th. Um, by the way, it was my niece's birthday. I get that out of almost forgot. It's my niece's birthday. She turned five. So happy birthday to my niece, Zoe. Um, she's amazing. She's funny. And um, the unfortunate part is that's why I want you guys to sit your asses at home so that we get this over with. Is uh, I want to see her. I haven't, can, wasn't able to really go hug her, kiss her. Um, I just stopped by, dropped presents off, you know, at the porch, stepped back, was playing happy birthday from my car. And uh, watch her open a present. She was very excited. And watch her hit a piñata from afar. And um, so um, that's one of the big reasons why I want you, some of bitches, to stay home. Don't invite people over to your house. Don't be going over to other people's houses. As, you know, I don't give a shit how horny you are. I don't care. You know, it don't matter. All right, let's do it for the kids. Go do TikTok or some shit. Don't do a whack TikTok either. Put some thought into it. That's why I still haven't done a video yet. I will soon. But yeah, happy birthday to my uh, baby girl Zoe. Um, but yeah, on Saturday, um, it was, uh, there was nine matches on Saturday, and then there was nine, so they split it up. So like I said, this is like an all-day event sometimes, So, but now they split it up to two different nights because they kind of had no choice. First uh, match was on the pre-show. Uh, Cesaro beat Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. And that exciting. I didn't watch it. I watched a little bit of it. Then Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross beat the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kyrie Sane. Um, kind of saw that coming. I don't know why. Just It was kind of just like one of those things where you felt the change happening. They need to start it off right. And that's how they did it. Um, congratulations to Nikki Cross. I don't think Nikki Cross has ever won a championship. I think this is the first one, if I'm not mistaken. So congrats to Nikki Cross, one of the one of the many Scottish, um, I want to say Scottish um, athletes in this card. We're definitely gonna get to the biggest one here. Hold on one second. She's Scottish. Yep, she is. I had to check. <laughs> I had to click. Do you all click a rude by now? Um, Elias beat King Corbin. Um, didn't yeah that one that didn't really strike me as anything. Becky Lynch defeated Shayna Baszler in very underwhelming fashion i didn't like the match it kind of was kind of zoning out um i wish the match would have been better i wish becky lynch would have dropped the title um it just kind of getting the old the whole same old shtick now it's just a whole year now of the man and um becky lynch the man for those of you who don't know that's what she calls herself is the man becky lynch is the man claims can beat up men and is the baddest person around um I'm not. I'm just not that impressed with that shtick anymore. Um, you know, I think they dropped the ball. I don't know. That's just me. That's just, I think they dropped the ball. Um, Shayna Baszler should have gone over. I mean, how are you going to sit there and put her as one of the baddest females ever, eliminate everyone in the elimination chamber not that long ago, and then have her lose this way to Becky Lynch? 
Um, yeah, I don't, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. They don't listen to me anyways. Um, Sami Zayn beat Cesaro. Oh no, Sami Zayn with Cesaro and, and Shisuke Nakamura beat Daniel Bryan. Um, damn, Daniel Bryan was slapping the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> Daniel Bryan slapped him hard a couple times and, um, I'm surprised they didn't knock him out. Uh, that was a pretty entertaining, uh, match. Was it, was it, was it, was it, was it great? Nah, not really, but it was, it was decent. Kind of get it. It was kind of one of those things where you started slow. You definitely started picking up the pace. Um, ended pretty good, but that's where we can get to here in a second. The sixth match, sixth match was John Morrison, uh, Jimmy Uso and Kofi Kingston in a triple threat ladder match. So originally what was supposed to happen is a uh, John Morrison is a tag team championship match match. Um, was the Miz and John Morrison against the Usos and the New Day. But with the Miz being uh, not being able to attend because of, I don't know if he was hell, he was sick, coronavirus issues, whatever. Um, but um, so they turned it into a thre- triple threat singles match. Whoever won, whoever got the titles won it for their team. Um, I liked it, especially with an empty arena. With an empty arena, you can hear the slaps. You can hear the unforgiveness, unforgivingness of those ladders when they fall. Um, shit just doesn't, it just, just hearing flesh on those ladders fall. Um, these guys are athletes to the core. Some, you know, just very similar to football players, the way the, the contact they take, maybe they take more contact and a lot of it's self-inflicted. Um, a lot of it is taking these weird bumps, not so much to the head. Fortunately, um, that's why they eliminated chair shots. Um, if they do, they're, there's unprotected, they're protected chair shots. Unprotected, obviously, you just let him hit you with the head with a chair. Protected means you put your hand up, kind of protected. So a lot of chair shots are like that now. Um, it's rare that you see an unprotected chair shot um, anymore. So, But I liked it because it showed, I mean, these guys are all athletes. It was a great one. It was... Um, a little bit more transparency to these matches because you hear the crowd, you hear everyone yelling, you hear everyone doing this. Um, and you could definitely tell, because most of the time you could even hear the wrestlers calling their shots, calling their moves or whatever. I don't know if this was more like scripted as far as how the match goes. Um, but I liked it. Uh, Morrison won. Uh, pretty crazy fashion. Didn't know what happened. No one knew what happened until they actually rang the bell and pronounced him the winner. Morrison, man, that guy's exciting too. If you never watched a Morrison fight, Jim. What's his name? Something Morrison. John Morrison. I'm going to say call him Jim Morrison, like the whatever. Anyways. Uh, moving on. One of my favorite matches of the night was Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins battled it out for like, for like 10 minutes. 10 minutes. And then, um, and then, um, Seth Rollins got himself disqualified, hit him with the bell. Kevin Owens came back, grabbed the mic, called him a pussy pretty much, a little bitch. It was like, let's fight, no holds barred. And that's what they did. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens jumps from the top of like a sign onto the announce table where Seth Rollins was. Like an elbow, right? It looked like it even landed the elbow right to his right to his grill. Um, and then ended up pinning him one, two, three with a stunner, I think, if I remember right. Um I love that match. Only like something like that. Like a lot of these guys 
Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and a lot of guys can pull something like this off with no crowd. Um, Seth Rollins is a good talker. Kevin Owens could talk. It was back and forth. He was it was a good wrestling. It was overall old school good match. Little no holds barred thrown into it. A couple bell rings. A couple bangers. A couple haymakers. Some close fists. You know? I enjoyed it. Um Braun Strowman beat Goldberg. There's I mean, there's like no, no not much to talk about really. They just did their finishing moves and Strowman kicked out of uh, Goldberg's little little spears and um that was it. It just sucks. Like, something like this this shouldn't happen in the first place. Goldberg should have been there to begin with. Um but here we are. Because what happened was Goldberg shouldn't have been there from the get-go. Supposed to be Roman Reigns instead of Braun Strowman. We probably would have seen the same kind of outcome. Um as far as matches go. Um, but yeah. Now it's just Braun Strowman who holds the Universal Championship instead of uh, Roman Reigns. So we'll see what happens when stuff gets back to normal while that goes. Who knows, bro? Who knows? But I wasn't that hugely impressed by that match. Congrats to Braun Strowman. That's, yeah. Like I said, Braun Strowman, cool dude. A huge athlete, former um, strongman competitor. Whatever Nate Diaz would say. Um, now the main event, I fell in love with this match—the boneyard match between Undertaker and AJ Styles. Undertaker, um, AJ Styles coming out to Undertaker's dong his music, and then you hear you see the hearse driving up, and they, this this fight happened or this match happened in a cemetery. Kind of by the shed in the cemetery, you know, where they keep the tractors and stuff like that. There was a uh, grave dug. Um, and I think, I don't know what the premise is of the match, but I think you're supposed to, whoever, you're supposed to beat your opponent by putting him in that mat, in that, um, in that grave and then um, throwing the dirt on top of him. I think that's what happened because that's what happened. I liked it. I don't think anybody else could have pulled this off. Maybe Undertaker and maybe Seth Rollins. Um, but I like that it was Undertaker and AJ Styles. AJ Styles, man, is just a great performer. Um, just phenomenal, phenomenal. That's why they call him the phenomenal AJ Styles. This guy's amazing. Um, great performer, knows how to talk, knows how to work. Um, same thing with the Undertaker. Been around a long time. This is right up his alley. Um, I don't know how it was. It was very dramatic, very movie-ish. Um, but I dug it. I dug it. You also got the OC involved, which is Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Then they had like those dudes, those druids or whatever they wore in the robe coming out, trying to fight the Undertaker. Undertaker beats him up. Then he gets jumped by the OC. Then he beats up the OC. Then somehow they ended up on the roof. And then they threw Luke Gallows has got thrown off the roof. And so did AJ Styles eventually. I like, I just, it was pretty cool. A lot to take in. Um, night one. But that topped it off. Like I said, it was gradually getting better, better as it went. Um, and uh, ended with the bang. Night one made me want more. Night two, in the, that's where we were. Like, I like the whole Undertaker. Um, American Badass came back. I don't know if this was his last match or not. I don't know, man. You can't. I don't know if you can end in. And with just this match and there being no 
just no fans. I don't think you could do that. I think he comes back another year and then next year would be it. Um, or maybe he ends it at Survivor Series. Survivor Series is where you got to start um, teaming up with, I think it was the Million Dollar Man, IRS, and then, oh, I don't remember who else it was. I'm drawing a huge blank and I shouldn't. Was it Dino? Was it Hercules? I can't remember. I have to look this up, guys. Hold on one second. Everyone chill out. Um, uh, Undertaker. I'm going to pull it up right here. There is Wikipedia page. I have to look this up right here. It's going to bother the shit out of me. Uh, where's it at? Because I know it was. It's definitely Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. IRS, I believe, is the other one. Um. Dude, I got to find this out. It's going to bother me. Who was the fourth one? Because I think it came out to like Brother Love, was it? Or was it Paul Bear at the time? Um, let's see what this is. Hold on. Everyone show. Um, Which one was it? Because I got to look up the actual event, 1992, 1991. Survivor Series. Let me see here. Survivor Series. 91. Wikipedia. Here we go. Hold on. I show. Let's go with matches. Uh, what the hell is this? This ain't it. Is this it? Was it 1992? Which one was it? I thought it was 90... 1990. Damn it. Come on, RG. Get it together. Sorry, guys. One second. <sighs> was this the one? Oh, I was way off. Honky Tonk Man is what I was thinking about. And then Greg the Valent Greg the Hammer Valentine. Damn it, Rodriguez. Um Can't believe I messed that up. Anyways, yeah. That's where we're at. Anyways, that's when he made his debut. Um I know, I think he ended Survivor Series. That's what I think. That's just me. What do I know? Um I would. It would be fitting. End of the year, November. You know, you don't have to worry about training. You could spend holidays with your family. Um, I think it makes sense. What do you, what do you guys think? Let me know in the comments. Let me know at Sports Plus Life um, on Instagram and Twitter, M R A K A C O on Instagram and Twitter, and then um, obviously Sports Plus Life on YouTube. Holler at me. Holler at your boy. But moving on, move night number two. 
Um, Liv Morgan defeated Natalia in that first match. I didn't watch it. Um, I was freaking Call of Duty. That's what I call it. If you ever, if you ever see me say, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm freaking. Well, what are you freaking? Call of Duty. I mean, I'm freaking. I'm playing Call of Duty. I'm playing online is what I'm doing. Playing video games online. So that way, if you're freaking, you're like, oh, Edgar's. What's Edgar doing? What's Edgar, Mr. A.K. Rodriguez doing over there? Freaking? Like, no, that's not that. Now that's happening with social distancing going on, all right? And Charlotte Flair beat Rhea Ripley. I love this. Um, they, I think they had to make that happen. Charlotte Flair had to beat Ripley. I don't think Ripley is ready for this. Um, I don't think Ripley was is ready for a win at WrestleMania quite yet. Definitely had to happen. Probably that's probably what they were thinking with Shayna Baszler. Now that I'm thinking about it, um, but yeah, I, don't, I would still would have put Shayna Baszler. You don't make her to be one of the baddest women in the planet and then be like, oh, you're going to lose by a sunset flip or some reversal. But yeah, Charlotte Flair and Ray Ripley put on a pretty good match. Very hard-hitting match. They're hitting each other, man. Jesus. Ladies, take it easy. Take it easy, all right? Um, I liked it. I liked the way the match ended. I liked... Um, it was hard hitting. It was physical. It was cool. It was flying. It was moonsault. This, it was through the ropes. It was this, it was cool. I dug it a little sloppy, but a little, it was solid all the way around. Um, Alistair back the, uh, Alistair black defeated Bobby Lashley. Um, and, um, Otis beat Zolf Ziggler. Otis being the, uh, this is like beauty and the beast. Otis ended up getting the girl and getting, uh, what's her name? Oh shit. Why am I drawing blanks all of a sudden? Mandy Rose. There's a whole storyline behind this. If you haven't checked, go check it out. I'm not going to go into it. Um, Mandy Rose is a baddie. Otis is thick with two C's. Um, never think they'd be together. And then they hugged it out. She helped them win. And it was cool. The whole conspiracy there is cool. Check it out. If you haven't seen a WWE Network, $9.99 a month. Um, I want WWE Network. Kick me some money. Um, Street Profits beat Angel, Garza, and Austin Theory. Which is This is another one of those matches that was... If you remember me talking about it in the Sports Plus Life podcast, episode number 39, that was um, kind of last second. Austin Theory filled in for Andrade. Who knows how the match would have been with those uh, all four of them there. Street Profits won. It was cool. I like Street Profits. They're energetic. They bring the smoke, is what they say. They all want the smoke. We want the smoke. Huh? We want the smoke. I do. We... Uh, the women's fatal five elimination. I thought it was supposed to be six. Something happened. I don't remember. Like this match really wasn't that special. I didn't. Yeah. It's whatever. It's whatever. We're going to skip over. Bailey won, by the way. Um, yeah, I wasn't that impressed. I don't know what it was about. Um, but the fiend and John Cena and a firefly Funhouse match. So there's lots to take in with this match. And I liked every second of it. If you guys have never seen, Edge and Christian. Um, by the way, I just skipped over that, by the way. But we're going to talk about it here in a second anyways. Um, the Fiend. So Edge and Christian. Uh, Edge and Christian. Show that totally reeks of Austin-ness, I think is what it's called. Um, they have like a very highlight, very vintage. It's pretty cool. You would got to check it out if you have the WWE Network. Check it out. Um, but it was kind of like that, a bunch of different flashbacks. It was a fiery fun house. It's supposed to be one of those creepy fun houses. Take you back, take you here, take you there. 
Um, God, I don't even know how to explain it. Um, it takes back, it takes John Cena back to when he was uh, the prototype, is what he was called. Ruthless Aggression John Cena. Then it takes him back to uh, Thugonomics John Cena. Brings it back to um, John Cena of the day. Then it takes him back to if John Cena was a heel, like Hulk Hogan was a heel in the NWO. Um, a lot of crazy shit, but it was pretty cool. I liked it. I think it took me back. It was really, really cool. It shows the two different sides of those guys. Um, they can be very entertaining, very, very creative as well. I, From what I've read, the idea stemmed from Bruce Pritchard and um, Bray Wyatt. Bruce Pritchard, formerly Brother Love, if you guys didn't know that. Bruce Pritchard now, huge podcaster, wrestling podcaster. Um, and now does, I think does that. Just something with the head of talent, I think, on uh, like a head producer or something like the head writer um, in one of the one of the brands. I, th- I think it's whatever. I think it's SmackDown. I think it's SmackDown, the one that um, that Eric Bischoff got fired of. Um, I liked it, man. I a lot of people are hating on it, dude. I thought it was cool. I thought it was really really fun. Um, took me back. It was pretty cool to see John Cena in <laughs> in his prototype days and. Um, bunch of different things going on at once and it was fun i liked it like i said break from the monotony break from the norm that's what i like that's what i mess with um drew mcintyre beat brock lesnar very underwhelming even kind of like you knew where this was gonna go i mean i wish it would have been a little bit more longer match um don't know if either of them was injured i don't know if that was you know it was only under five minutes so um Yeah, I don't know what to talk about, but Drew McIntyre won. Congratulations, Drew McIntyre. Sucks for Drew McIntyre. That is first WrestleMania, first main event WrestleMania, um, and there's no crowd. Because <laughs> that's what feeds a lot of people. That's what makes a lot of these moments amazing is the crowd. Um, and the unfortunate didn't have that. The huge pop, you know, hundreds, thousands of people screaming your name. Drew McIntyre, you did it, you won, blah, blah, blah. Um, said he was pretty much celebrated in his ring by himself and yeah, it was definitely different. Got a feel for him, but, um, I think it's well-deserved, man. He was, he's come up, he's come a long time. There was a documentary in him. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's on WWE network as well. Go check it out. Um, but the one match I saved the best for last and it definitely was the best match. I believe was the, uh, no, just what was it called? Last man standing match between Randy Orton and Edge, which one of the matches that was recorded about two weeks ago is what Edge just came out and said because he was showing sickness. He was in quarantine for two weeks. Now he's out. He's good to go. Um, but he um, put on a great match. He beat Randy Orton, last man standing. I thought it was cool, man. They took a tour pretty much of the whole NXT Performance Center. Took a lot of hits, took a lot of bumps, hard bumps, hard hits, hard bumps. So bumps, if you guys don't remember, because you're listening, don't know a whole lot about wrestling, bumps are falls. You know, you take these dumps, bumps is what they call bumps. You just bump off stuff. That's it. Um, it was a uh, it was a great match, man. I thought Edge looked great, man. He looked good. Randy Orton always looked good. Um, there was a port. There was a time there. They fell on like tables or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but. They both got scratched up. I think Randy Orton got got it the worst. Um, and then it ended. They got in that truck. 
and um, they exchanged a spear. Orton got speared, and then Orton came back with um, RKO, and they were kind of sitting there. It was very dramatic, um, and it was kind of like, oh, what's going to happen? The referee kept checking on an edge, kept checking on him, make sure his neck was okay. Everyone did a pretty good job with this, making it entertaining. Uh, making it entertaining. Um, and the finish was really, really good because um, Randy Orton had Edge beat up, put Randy Orton's head laying on a chair, and was going to do the concerto floor thing where his head, look, I'm going to use Razor. So his head's right here. And then on top of the chair. So this is the chair. And then Randy Orton comes with the chair and cracks him on top of it. Um, and then right before he was going to do that, Edge pops up and gets him in an arm head triangle, kind of chokes him out, puts him on that same chair. He picks up the other chair and he's crying because Randy Orton is a good, it was a good angle. Randy Orton and uh, Edge go way back. They've helped each other a lot. They're really good friends. They had to fight. And then um, Edge showing his wonderful acting skills is crying, shivering, didn't want to do it and just had to do it. You got to put, you know, that's your horse. You got to put him out. And that's what happened. Uh, very, very cool match. Um, very overall, a pretty, I'll give it a B plus WrestleMania. Um, kind of hard to put anything over that because there's no crowd. Um, some of the matches took a lot to build. Some of the matches just weren't there. Um, you could definitely tell a lot of the makeshift matches weren't the best. So they were definitely ran into hurdles, but I'm just very grateful that they put something out and, um, give me something different to watch. Give me something because for four hours each night, I didn't, nothing else was on my mind. I didn't think about you know, coronavirus being quarantined. I didn't think about, you know, work. I didn't think about anything. And, um, it was a great break. It was, I, I loved it. Um, so thank you to the WWE for putting it on, keeping it going. Um, I did fall asleep a little bit late last night because I ended up watching the, um, the edge documentary afterwards is the edge, the WWE 24. They do documentaries called WWE 24 where they follow, Certain wrestlers or certain events going on for like 20, I don't know how long, but just kind of for 24-7 for a little bit. And um, they followed Edge all the way back from when he retired 2011. This was going to be a, a life after wrestling type thing when it ended up turning into, well, I'm coming back to wrestle type of thing and kind of documented all that and documented him coming back to WrestleMania and his whole thing at WrestleMania. I mean, that one uh, got me choked up. I'm not going to lie. I think I dropped a couple tears. Um, very cool, man. It was, it was really well put. I just can't, you know, uh, you can't fathom something like that. Something you love like that, just being taken away. Something you've done for like 20 years and all of a sudden it's like, boom, never mind, You can't do it anymore. Um, you got a feel for him, man. But he, he, and you know, thank God for doctors, which doctors, I mean, if they haven't showed how cool they are, how amazing they are, nurses, um, you know, they got him back to, pretty much 100%, 99% to wrestle. Um, and um, it was pretty cool. You guys got to watch it if you guys haven't got a chance. Probably find it on YouTube or some shit like that. Really, really cool um, documentary. I don't see why it doesn't win like an Emmy or some shit like that. It was very, very, it was very well done. Very good. Um, got to check it out. Definitely cried a little bit, but that was... Um, that was um, due to me not sleeping very well. So I was like, oh, you know what you yawn? 
<sighs> and then like you yawn hard enough, which I'm doing right now, and then you get like this tears that come out. You're like, oh, that's what it was. That's what I'm telling you. Just keep it. Just take it for what it's worth. Overall, good WrestleMania weekend. I I liked it a lot. I dug you know the crazy the firefight match and the uh, Boneyards match. So cool. So cool. Props to all everyone involved for getting something done. Um, I don't know what's going to happen tonight because I don't know what's going to happen tonight. Wrestling is going to be on in a couple hours. Might tune in. I usually don't turn in. I, I record it and maybe watch a little bit later. Or just follow everything on social media because they post everything right away. So, um, yeah. Great to have that um, pop off. Other, um, kind of moving on from WrestleMania, um, if you have any questions, holler at me. If you have, you know, you want me to direct you somewhere, I will, to get more answers. Um, over the weekend, they announced the class of 2020 NBA Hall of Fame, um, which was Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, and of course, led by Kobe Bryant. Um, I think they all came in at the same time, 1997, I, I right around that area, I know Kevin Garnett and Kobe Bryant came out of high school, and then uh, Tim Duncan came out of Wake Forest. Um, just legends, man. Overall legends all around. A lot of championships, especially between, um, you know, uh, Tim Duncan. I think Tim Duncan and Kobe each have five each. Ten total. Kevin Garnett has one, I believe, with the Celtics. If you guys don't remember, if you guys ever seen that where he goes, anything is possible. You guys ever seen that in TV? Again, if you don't know who Kevin Garnett is, that's him. That's him. Anything is possible or everything is possible. I can't remember what he says. doesn't matter. He was in a Celtics uniform. No one cares. They were the big three, by the way. Let's take. Let's get that situated right there. They're the first big three. Him, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce. Let's not forget about that, all right? Um, pretty... Um, I mean, definitely all first ballot Hall of Famers, all very well deserving. Um, but Kobe Bryant obviously is going to top the list, the legend. No one like Kobe Bryant. I don't know if there ever will be another Kobe Bryant because I don't think Kobe Bryant, you could compare him to Michael Jordan. They did very different things. Um, very different, you know, very – just the only thing you compare the two is their, their drive, their, uh, you know, their competitiveness. Um, definitely one and two in my list, my list for the best players ever. Um, very well deserving. I can't think of anyone else who deserves it as much as those three individuals. Um, Rudy Tomjanovich, I believe, was one of the um, one of the nominees. If you guys remember, he took I think he took the Rockets to the championships not that long ago. Not that long ago, it was like thirty years ago. But yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah, twenty. Can't do my math. Over twenty years ago. Um. Yeah, very cool. Um, I don't know when this all is going to happen. I don't know because I'm not very familiar as I am with the NFL as far as the Hall of Fame goes. Um, but, yeah. Very well deserved. Very sad to see Kobe Bryant in there. We won't be able to hear a speech. Um, God, that just sucks. Um, he would have been cool to hear a speech. Just hear him talk. We don't get that anymore because 2020 just really sucks balls. But I guess still a little bit of silver lining uh, for his family to know that he's being recognized as one of the best ever. And uh, just how respected he was. And they could definitely uh, hang their hat on that. And 
Um, they'll always have that, but they'll always, obviously they'll always know him as dad, but they'll always be one of the most respected men in basketball or even sports in general. So um, they get that. So that's very good. Um, couple, do you guys want the good or bad news first? Let's go with the good news first. Um, no. Let's go with the bad news. And bad news is Pep Guardiola's mother passes away of COVID-19. She was 82 years old. Um, very unfortunate. Pep Guardiola is going to be one of the best managers, best coaches is what we call him over here. Best managers ever. Um, all those won championships with, um, you know, all over as a coach. Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and now with Manchester City. Um, and uh, his mom recently passed away of a COVID-19 coronavirus so yeah it sucks man so just stay home just, just stop don't invite anyone over to your crib um you know if they are drop something off at the door then dip that's it um but yeah that's the bad news um kind of a different good news probably you know as far as the sports world goes Bayern Munich has resumed training in small groups so they're going back to training so they're getting back to working out also, they've resumed, uh, I want to say training or maybe preseason in South Korea um, uh, baseball. So a lot of cool, a lot of promising things going on in, especially in South Korea where they were hit, but they obviously controlled the uh, the uh, pandemic somewhat and that they're getting back. Obviously, they're playing with masks, no audience, so... Um, yeah, a little bit of plus, a little bit of a, a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. So um, let's do our part, man. Let's get sports back on. Let's get life up and running again. I want to travel just like you guys. Um, I want to drive around. I want to do hood rest show with my friends. Uh, I want to make, you know, want to, you know, go on a couple of dates and some mommies. Can't do that right now. Quarantined, lockdown. That's what I'm keep telling myself. All right. Um, but yeah, that's about it, man. We, they did announce the NFL all decade team, which I was going to go through, but it's going to take a while. Might wait for the next podcast episode, um, to do that, to break it down a little bit more. Also to spread out the good news, the uh, good sports news. Um, give me something to talk about next time. Um, find me on all social medias, Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on sports plus life on Twitter, and Instagram, M R A K A C O Twitter, and Instagram. And then you could also find me, on youtube.com slash sports plus life. Go ahead and like, comment, subscribe mostly. Uh, subscribe, subscribe. Tell your friends, subscribe. Tell your mom, subscribe. Ain't no one doing anything. For the most part, you shouldn't be doing anything. So you just kick it at home. Subscribe, hit the little bell. And let me, that way you know when I post a video. Um, that's it. Follow me on TikTok, sports plus life. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Sports plus live episode number 40. And um, yeah, holla at your boy. Love you guys. Take care of yourself. Let's get this shit over with. Uh, 